0: friends welcome back to our heart surrendered my name is sophie and i'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast what is up you
1: guys welcome back to our heart surrendered my name is addison and i'm the other co-host um welcome to week 2 of our godly pursuit series um we kind of explained it last year but last or last week sorry last week how i explained it was that we were going to do single dating engaged and married um, which is simply not happening anymore. We're doing single dating, dating engaged, which is fun and different. And we're really excited about it. And I think it'll actually be more applicable to the age range of our audience, which is actually so exciting. Um, but that said, we are joined with two awesome guests that I'm so excited about. Um, we are joined with Grayson Pearson, who are juniors. You guys can totally correct me if I'm wrong, but juniors in college at AM, which is where I go. Um, but very very excited. They're going to introduce themselves and just kind of tell us about their relationship, how they met, that kind of thing before we get started.
2: Yeah. Well, thanks, Addison. Um, I'm Grace, and, and I'm Pearson, and we um are so honored to be a part of this podcast. And um, when they reached out to us, we were so excited because we have been dating for a long time, and so we feel like we've learned a lot of. What doesn't go well, and then also a lot of what does go well. And we're like really excited at the way that the Lord has redeemed our story and just to get to share that. And so, kind of how we met, I guess I can start with that is we met, well, our families knew each other growing, growing up. We we're in the same like neighborhood and everything, but we went to different middle schools. And then our freshman year of high school, two of our friends started dating and so we started hanging out in the same friend group and then started dating shortly after so we've been dating since freshman year of high school so six years and some change today's actually like
3: what is it 73
2: months (laughs) (laughs) not that we're counting really but so we we've been dating for a second um but a little glimpse of that do you want to share like what's happened over the past six years
3: yeah I would love to um so been together six years really long time Um, I would say like first part of our relationship first like three and a half years um we just didn't really know what dating was supposed to look like for and we were two believers but for me just like was never really taught what a relationship honoring to the Lord looks like. Um so first three and a half years was just like a very secular really relationship. Um and just like a lot there. But man, two and a half years ago the Lord just completely changed both of our hearts. Um and it has been such an incredible journey and not a perfect one, but just to see his grace um, and getting to look at his grace through grace, uh, which is like such a gift, but, um, that is our story in like a short little snippet, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. Um, we loved hearing about y'all's story. That is so cool how the Lord changed y'all's hearts. Um, now that we know y'all's background, what do you guys think are some of the differences in how Christians date versus how today's culture encourages us to date? Yeah,
2: I think there's such a difference and I think that that's something like Pearson was saying we really missed in high school like mm-hmm. the first what like three and a half years we really um just put a lot of identity into each other and it was like I think if you asked anyone who went to high school with us it was like Pearson and Grace like they're together like attached at the hip almost and so I think for me and honestly I think women as a whole struggle a lot with like um, Just trying to like craft the perfect image. And for me, I was like, man, if I can have this long-term high school boyfriend, like that's ideal. And so I think just like was building identity on that um, instead of on who the Lord says I am as a daughter of the King. Um, and that was something I honestly didn't realize until, oh, we forgot this part of the story.
3: <laughs> um,
2: so anyways, dated all through high school. Then college hits. We're like, oh my gosh, where are we going to college? It's our senior year. We've been together for so long. We don't want to break up, but like, ah. Uh. And so I knew that I wanted to go to AM. It's the only college I applied to. Whoop. <laughs> and Pearson really wanted to go to Colorado School of Mines, um, which is where your grandpa went, and just like a really good engineering school, which is what Pearson's studying. And so he went he went to school in Colorado and I went to school at AM and we decided that we were gonna do long distance. And I remember we were so scared saying bye because it was like, okay, this person that I have made like my rock and in a lot of ways my idol um is like now being taken away. Um and that is like the kindest thing that the Lord has could have done in our relationship. Um, like removing us. And so when I went to AM, I like Found what it looked like to walk in deep community and accountability and I met girls who wanted to know like the last two percent of me and I was like what <laughs> and then my mind I don't want to speak for you but yeah. um like the Lord just taught you a lot of like what it looks like to live stranded
3: for sure and I think it was like such a transformational year for me um first of all being removed from grace and then also taken away from anyone that I knew from high school um, and even my family. And it was just like, oh my gosh, I am alone and I don't know. What to do now. Um, but I like remembered someone like reading their Bible in high school and was like, okay, what if I just tried doing that? So I turned my Bible to Luke and started reading. And that is like when the Lord really started to change my heart. Um and I think that is like when that change happened, and mm-hmm. I think biggest thing like going back to y'all's question of how do christians date versus you know what does today's culture um like what does that look like there i think the biggest thing i have learned is there are like really five ways in scripture that we can see women viewed and that is number one as your mom number two is like your sister Number three, your wife. Number four, like a friend or a sister in Christ. And number five, a prostitute. And obviously I think, well, I'm not dating my mom. I'm not <laughs> dating my sister. Um, I'm not, like, she's not my wife yet. So I'm left with two. And that is a prostitute and my sister in Christ. And I think that has been the most encouraging thing. Is just like, man, the world encourages us To date, like you are with a prostitute, and not like any physical need, but even emotional need. Like you are going to that person for something. You're going Mm -hmm. to them to find an emotional need. You're going Mm -hmm. to them to find a physical need. You're going to them to find a spiritual need, or you can date them as your sister in Christ. And that has been like the most transformational truth. Mm -hmm. Just like man, I get to love this woman, and like while she is not my community and she's not not the guys that I'm doing life with. She is someone that I get to come together with and like encourage and push her to look more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that has been really cool. And I think that's the biggest difference is culture really pushes like, okay, you are in need of something, go find it in the person. Mm -hmm. And I think when you know Christ and you're wanting to bring that into your relationship, it is like, okay, every need is already fulfilled. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do from there? Is I'm going to go to this person and encourage them and love Mm -hmm. them Um, Christ has shown us that he loves us but
2: yeah and I think in worldly like dating you it's this idea of like you complete me whereas like no like we've already been completed in Christ um like through belief in his like death and resurrection and like now walking in a relationship with him like we are complete going from there and so like we're not looking in it we're not looking for fulfillment in like a relationship with one another which is cool
1: yeah that is huge that is so cool and encouraging to listen to something that i think i was listening to a podcast and somebody said it but they're like in a dating relationship i think a huge phrase that like christians could like cling on to is just like i want more for you than from you and like that speaks to that very well just Mm -hmm. like we're in a relationship like both of us are content individually and like our identity like you were saying grace is not in this relationship like if we broke up yes it would hurt and like suck and be really hard but like I am still Grace Wren and like, I am mm-hmm. still Pearson, like that kind of thing, um, which is just huge. Um, so thank you for sharing that. But next question is, what are some things that prior to meeting each other, you were looking for like standard wise and a significant other, um, just that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <little bit> <laughs> Well, we were laughing, we they think it was a little preview of the questions, and we were just laughing as we were looking over it, because we were like, oh man, like, if we could like, like, shake our freshmen yourselves, and be like, this is what to look for in a godly man or woman, like, we would, but, br- like, totally honestly, I was, like, really intrigued that anyone who was taking interest in me so like Pearson pursuing me or like showing interest in me I was like great like I don't think I had a super set like list of like man this is a man worthy of dating um and so yeah but I knew like I did want someone who loved Jesus and who was kind to people and like Pearson was that but I don't think I was super intentional about like evaluating before he started dating what about you
3: I think for me, I freshman year in high school, Pearson was looking for someone who was pretty and someone that was kind to other people, and that she met both of those. <laughs> Great job! All right? I
1: feel
2: like that's like fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the
1: answer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like actually so valid. Um, I asked who did I ask? I asked somebody in my life that like recently started dating and I was like, this is their second significant other. And I was like, okay, what are the things that you're like looking for this time versus last time? And it was like a very Mm -hmm. similar answer of like, when I started dating in high school, I was looking for bare minimum. (laughs) And like now my standards have changed because of sanctification. And like, that is awesome. And like so natural. Mm -hmm. And I think it's sweet to like hear that you can reflect on that and be like, oh, we we're so goofy, but like also the Lord was really kind and like still continued to like bless our relationship despite any like past immaturity, um, which is really awesome. And uh, next thing is just like pretty much off the same exact thing of like reflecting on your relationship over the past few years, what are some of the most like pivotal moments or things that you've learned to honor God and honor each other? I love
3: that. Um, so many things I I'm so in awe of him and his grace and fault I think it is just so cool to reflect on our relationship and just like know that it, we would not be here unless his hand was actually in it and so <laughs> yeah. he's just been here the whole time um but I think something I've really clung to is um James 117 that says that every good and perfect gift as well above coming down from the father of lights who does not change like the shifting shadows. Mm-hmm. And I think what has been so cool um is just like seeing her as the gift and him as the giver. And she is just like such a reflection of my king. Mm-hmm. And she is an imperfect reflection of him. But she's someone that like I get to look at and just be in all that the Lord handed her to me. And I think that was super pivotal for me. I was just, like, recognizing, like, man, this girl that I once idolized for three and a half years of my life, he's, like, now turned her into something where I look at her and I'm instantly reminded of his redemption. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been just, like, such an incredible thing for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, like, there's saying, like, the redemption in it. It's been crazy how many times I've gotten to share the gospel. Through like someone asking about our relationship, um, like because we both do ministry with high school students, especially through Young Life, and um, like they love to hear about the boys, (laughs) and they're like, "Wait, six years? Tell me about your relationship." Um, and it's just been really cool because I've gotten to be really honest. I'm like, "Hey, like we dated, like a lot of the world dates, and like if you looked at us in high school and you looked at a couple who didn't know Jesus, you probably wouldn't see much of a difference." Um which like grieves my heart a little bit, but also at the same time, I'm like, but man, like look what only the Lord could have done. And like in him capturing both of our hearts, he has brought something that was so dead and something that was like, just like continuous sin into something that is now able to be used for his glory. And I'm like, Man, that that's us, and that's the gospel. Like we were once dead in our sins, but now we are alive in Christ, um, because of what He has done on the cross. And so I think that that's been really cool to share with people, um, and yeah, something that's been huge. Also, I realized you forgot to mention, after Pearson's freshman year, he transferred to A M. So now we don't do long distance anymore, and have been just like getting to walk in similar communities, and like I think like um just care for the people around us together but also definitely still separate which has been cool
3: yeah i think that's honestly another big pivotal thing um for both of us is like walking in deep community with, like, mm-hmm. me with my roommates and yeah. race with her roommates and just like walking in accountability with them mm-hmm. and them knowing so much about my life mm-hmm. and that just being so our relationship is like not going to each other all the time, but like really having guys and girls like turn to and to be poured into, and then like still getting to come together and like rejoice in the gift that the Lord has given us. But totally, yeah,
2: I think that's like so huge having believers around you to help you like walk even when it gets hard and even when temptations creeping in. But like just knowing that like we can still honor the Lord, um, like in purity but also just like in word and action and thoughts and like every single little moment like we have a chance to honor the Lord in that and one thing like I remember a roommate sharing with me is like how sacred like the Lord is with like his covenant and like his covenant that we are in um like when we are in Christ and so then also talking about the covenant of marriage and I'm like She was like, why would I ever want to like dip into like things that are within God's perfect design for marriage and his covenant? Why would I want to dip into that before I actually enter into that covenant? And I think that was really helpful for me of like, man, like I'm going to pursue like him, like Christ alone. And like those things like Lord willing might be one day, but they're not today. And so I'm not going to just like pick what I want, like off the salad bar, you know, (laughs) I don't know some of the things we've been learning and it's like a constant process we don't have it all figured out but
3: I also am sorry I think I'm thinking like <laughs> 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 um, mm. and verse 8 says like do not pursue sexual immorality but rather like pursue mean holiness and I think that idea of just like Turning away from the things of this world and focusing on like what is holy and what is um, pure mm-hmm. for the purpose of steering away from a relationship that is focused on the world and steering towards something that is like going to last mm-hmm. and knowing and like being confident, like, okay, Lord, I can leave confidently today, knowing that I look more like you after mm-hmm. spending time with grace because we get to do this with you. And I think that's also like a really big thing for both yeah. of us was like recognizing the weight of our sin and just like turning away from that and like looking at something that is just like so, so much better and that is his face and just like truly getting to like chase after him and run after him. Um, and that I think has been so incredible. And
2: it's like, that's what dating is at its core. It's like, let me help my brother in Christ look more like Christ.
0: Yeah, definitely. That is so encouraging all of the advice, um, and so cool how you were able to share the gospel through your relationship. I thought that was really special. Um, Okay, so the next question we have is, are there any intentional things that you guys do to glorify God in and through your relationship?
3: Hold it. I can start. Oh,
0: um, if you want. <laughs> um,
3: I think the biggest thing is I never want to spend time with grace if I haven't first I think that is like one of the easiest ways to glorify him and and honor first is Mm -hmm. recognizing who my king is recognizing my foundation and from there going and spending time with him and just like how am I expecting to treat her like a daughter if I don't recognize him as my king Mm
2: first?
3: I think that is like Really
2: One of the biggest things for me. Um, yeah, 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 and I think, like what I have to we were talking about this day, but like an active fight for me, I feel like, is not putting Pearson on like a pedestal or anything or like idolizing him like we said we did in high school. I think that's kind of an active thing. And so what has helped like renew my mind is Romans twelve one and two, but like specifically the part that's like, um, we get to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Um, and that is our act of spiritual worship. And I think just getting to live our lives in a way that it's like getting the sacrifice for the sake of others and getting to serve others um, and not just spend every moment together or um, not just focus on each other, but to have our eyes on like, Lord, who do you want me to love on today and who do you want me to care for and to see and to know and bestow value and honor upon um and so that's been cool and I also like deeply love like just praying for that the Lord would continue to use our relationship and that like he would be growing Pearson and so I really just love to pray over um, our relationship and other person. Also because I'm like prayer so shifts the posture of my heart. And so like if there's ever any tension or idolization, it's like going before the Lord about that very thing so often shifts my perspective on it, which is cool.
3: Romans twelve verse two is um, Yeah. It yeah, yeah. says like do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but rather be transformed by the path. um and I think that is like also such a cool way to glorify the Lord mm-hmm. is to continue to just like put away the things of this world and like how do we do that? We do that by continually setting our minds on him, continually mm-hmm. to abide and just like recognize like, okay, Lord, I have been crucified. Um I like Colossians 3, 3 says, for you have died in your life is now hitting the Christ with God. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, that is such a way to honor him is recognizing like both of us have been put to death and our lives are now reflection. Of Christ for So, what does it look like to do that in our relationship with one another, but also in our relationship when we are talking with other people? There's mm-hmm. Like, and we are in a body of people, are we going to be focused on us too, or are we going to spend time intentionally pouring out to those around us? And um, I think it is so natural for me in my flesh to desire to just spend time with Christ when I'm in a group of people that, like, man, He's called me. Speakers find a way to go and like, talk to other people. So, what does that look like? And I think that is also a really cool way that we get to glorify him in that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I think those are like, it's awesome just to hear tangible ways to do things like this because I think a lot of Christianity is like cliche phrases like guard your heart mm-hmm. and do these things and like honor one another and honor god and it's like those are awesome and like yes absolutely but like how do I tangibly do this um mm-hmm. so that's just great that you guys got to share that and I appreciate it a lot um our last kind of section of this I guess just any like encouragement or advice that you would give to a couples who are attempting to honor god and each other in their own relationship and also just like people who like are not in a relationship yet and like encouragement for there, I guess I think
2: the coolest thing for me has been oh gosh I get so excited every time just having an eternal perspective and I'm like man it is so great dating Pearson like awesome being with him but at the same time like How much more awesome is it that I have a heavenly bridegroom who is going to return for me? And there will be a wedding feast and a celebration, and like we will be in perfect unity again. And so I think, like, the most valuable thing single, dating, engaged, married, literally living with a pulse is to have an eternal perspective um, and to desire the return of our bridegroom more than we desire. A relationship with a significant other or a marriage or anything on this earth like to desire him above it all I think is
3: so key but I totally agree <laughs> I get so it. giddy about it it is so exciting and I think even like thinking through these questions there is like really nothing I can say other than fall in love with Jesus yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, was just reminded of John fifteen. And mm-hmm. please go read all of that. Um, gosh, it is just so incredible. But I think of like Jesus when he says, has abide in me and I will abide in you. Or I even think of Revelation 320, where Christ simply says for I stand at your door and I knock, and I knock. Whoever opens the door, I will come into with mm-hmm. and with me. That's just like, man. That is such an intimate setting in biblical times he's just like sharing you know, with one another and he is saying like i am at your door all mm-hmm. you have to do is open it and i'll come in And i think that applies to our lives and that also applies to our relationships mm-hmm. it's like man he wants to be let in in everything that we do so we get to fall in love with you like like mm-hmm. it's recognized like man if i didn't know the lord our relationship would still be so broken <laughs> for sure and we are so broken and i think that is like the most incredible thing is we are always going to fail we are always going to be imperfect but man if we let him in there's so much joy in that if Mm -hmm. we truly believe in his gospel and believe that man we've been put to death with his crucifixion we've been raised to new life his resurrection that is when there's joy in the relationship that is I'm like, really, the only encouragement I have is just like, what does it look like to reflect on this whole gospel, gospel? Not only impacting your relationship with your girlfriend or boyfriend, but also you and your relationship with others and truly recognizing that we have been crucified um, with Him, so that we get to love people and look more like Jesus. And yeah,
0: I think that's all I have. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys so much for getting for spending time with us and just um, talking about dating. Um, we've loved getting to hear your story and hear your advice. So I am going to pray us out and then we will be on our way. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the opportunity to sit down and talk with Grayson and Pearson about their relationship. I pray that you would be with them, that you'd be with their them in their relationship with each other that you would help them give them wisdom and um i pray for the listeners i pray um for the listeners that are in a relationship or single i pray that no matter what our relationship status is we would know how deeply loved we are by you and that that would be um, where our joy and where our hope is found um i pray that you would tear down any idols that we have in our life and that you'd be with us this week we love you and we praise you in jesus name i pray amen
1: amen Uh, guys like genuinely recording with y'all has been the greatest joy um and like i am encouraged and i know that our listeners will be also um i don't really think i have to do disclaimer this disclaimer but in case i do if you're listening to this podcast and you think that this is the only godly relationship and this is the only way you have to do a relationship for it to be honored to the lord like that is not true i just like love grace and like pearson in their relationship and i think it's a great example and like use discernment and like that is what sophie and i have done to choose these guests and like that is why they're here today um don't like hold everything for closed fist and like think it has to be perfect because it is very much not and i think that their entire time that they've sat here they have told us that over and over again um but we love you guys thank you guys so much for listening and let's strive to live in a wholehearted surrender this week